Buenos dias, buenas tardes, good evening. Welcome back to the God Center podcast. And today we're going to be talking about spiritual warfare. Uh, it was interesting the way I came up with this topic because uh, we're part of a church and within this church we have our pastor who, who leads us and we have our leadership meetings. And he brought up an interesting point and in how we can uh, how we can reach others. And he brought up the concept of, of chess and checkers. You see, now we're living in different times to where things are a little bit more complicated. Things call for more strategy, hence the name of, of checkers. But if we're still playing, I'm sorry, chess, but if we're still playing checkers, which is a lot more simple, it's, it's two different games. And one calls for more attention and more strategy than the other. And, and with that, my mind started, started moving because I, w I would think about this, but in a different scenario on how to talk to people, how to get my point across, how to talk to women. And with that same concept in mind, I was, I was thinking of uh, how the enemy is a great chess player. Mm. He's the ultimate strategist. And I came across a book that confirmed that same thought. And within this book, there was a story. And I've, I've heard the story before, phrased in different ways. But this one really struck to me. It, it, it started like this. It was, there's a painting hmm. in Europe. In, in a museum. And uh, the painting is a chessboard. Okay. Right? And in that chessboard, there's uh, two individuals playing. On one end lies the devil. On the other end lies a, a young man. And the position of this is really interesting because the devil, you see him, and he's poised as in laughing, mm -hmm. happy, eager to make his next move. And in the opposite end, you see a young man, right? And he's sweating, and that sweat is mixed with a tear running down his cheek, anxious. Mm -hmm. and the, the reason why is because it's obvious that it's going in the devil's favor. Mm. He's about to checkmate. And the young man is going to lose. Yeah. What's going to be at loss here is his soul. Mm. Now oh, that wow. really was like, wow. Wow. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. But to continue, there's a, there's a, a chess player, a champion chess player from a different region mm who's walking through the museum and he's, he's walking with the group of people and they're, you know, displaying all the, all the arts and, and everything going on in the museum. And, and he, he's, he's drawn to it. He's drawn to it. Obviously, you know, he's right. a, he's a, he's a master chess player. He's going to be drawn. He's going to be drawn to that chess game. And he's just, he's sitting there and he's, he's watching it and he's studying it. And the reason why he's studying it is because he sees a young man sweating and in tears mm. and he stares. And this goes on for a long time. People move on and they leave him behind. And he's still there watching it, looking at it from different angles. And he gets to a point where he asks one of the, the workers, is there a chessboard here? Can somebody find me a chessboard? Mm. And they find him a chessboard, right? So he sets it up like he does. And he sets it up. He positions all the, all the, pieces. All the pieces the same exact way as it's shown in the drawing okay in the art 
And then he sees, oh, well, he still has one move left. There's still a move. The boy does? The boy does, yeah. yeah. So he makes the move. And then he makes the move that the devil would make because that's the only move he has. Right. So he makes a move. Huh, okay. He makes the move that the young man should have made. Yeah. And it goes on for several turns. To the point where then he screams, aha. Hmm. The game is not over. Hmm. He not only escaped the checkmate. Yeah. But found a way that he can defeat the devil. Oh, wow. Wow. So that really, that really struck me. Wow. You know, and God is our ultimate chess champion yes in the realm of the spiritual yes 100 percent. god will always win yes but we can't get to that point if we don't connect with god mm-hmm. the spiritual warfare exists we're at a constant battle yeah and the enemy's number one thing that he can do deception yeah. deception yes he will deceive us Every single time. Yeah. Or try to deceive us. And to make you think that you're at a loss. Like that. Like that yeah. boy, right? In the game. Thinking that's it. Yeah. I got no other moves. Yeah. I have nowhere else to turn. Yeah. I got nobody else to look at. Yeah. Who's going to help me? Hmm. But God will. Yes. Yes. And you know what's interesting is that we know our faith is put on jesus Mm -hmm. there's power in the name of jesus and every knee is gonna bow and Mm -hmm. the enemy knows that the enemy knows that he's already defeated you know but he wants to make the person he's attacking be deceived to think there's no more moves yep and all we need to do is put our faith in jesus and surrender our lives and walk with god yeah that's all we could do because at the end of it, if you think about this, if we're going to try to fight a battle against an enemy that has been fighting the same battle for many years, we're going to lose. Oh, yeah. Unless we put on the armor of God. Yep. Unless we equip ourselves with the armor of God. Because we're not gonna, we're at a loss if we're going to try to go with our own power yeah we can't do it we can't we need christ every time there's a, a scripture it's a ephesians six twelve. Mm. for our struggle was not against flesh and blood but against the rulers against the authorities against the power of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil and the heavenly realms yeah and we need to understand that that there's a spiritual battle there's a war going on that we need to be aware of and we're already we're in victory we need to position ourselves that we are in victory because we are yes because god already made that ultimate sacrifice that's right you see this chess game has been going on far longer than we think Mm -hmm. right from the beginning yeah god has been playing chess yes the devil has been playing chess Mm. you know the the devil thinks he he's winning Mm -hmm. but then god always counters his moves yeah and even when it seems like 
things are going in the enemy's favor, mm-hmm. God always turns it around and uses it for good. Always. Yes. I mean, look at, think about this. Think about Jesus dying on the cross. Oh, man. It would have seemed that that was checkmate. Yep. It would have seemed. Yes. But guess what? Jesus rose from the dead and he defeated this. Wow. And that was, you know, what was meant to be bad turned into good. And that's just God is the ultimate chess master. Oh, man, that is awesome. (laughs) You hit it right on the teeth. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's amazing how 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 when we anchor our faith in God Mm -hmm. and not in ourselves, like you said, it puts us in a position of victory. There's so many promises that God has made for his people. Yeah. But we need to belong to him. Yeah. We need to abide in his house. And if we don't know what those promises are, we're fighting a battle without weapons. And we're at a losing battle. Yeah. Because we're one, we're trying to fight it on our own. Two, we don't even know that God gave us weapons. Mm Mm-hmm. And we don't know that God, God wins. God wins this battle. Yep. We're setting ourselves up for failure. Yeah. Because we're our our lack of knowledge, our unawareness, our unwillingness to turn to God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's important. It's, it's important to, to know that. And I think, uh, I don't know. I just, I'm thinking of, of Psalms 91, you know, Mm -hmm. when, when it's talking about just, like people going and and getting in trouble but when you belong to god yeah you're safe and god just covers you but you gotta belong to god yeah you gotta you gotta have god at the center and i love i love the analogy i imagine like like a hen you know yeah covering its little oh yeah little baby (laughs) yeah little baby (laughs) uh chicks yeah just with his wings that's the way i imagine yeah god's protection is like that yeah we're his children we are god protects us but we have to know that Mm -hmm. and we need to know that god wins yes and we need to know that jesus is coming back and this time he's not gonna come back how he came back the first time this time he's coming back as a warrior win the battle Amen. And that's that's amazing. That that uh I don't know, that just it gives me so much comfort. Yeah. To know how it all ends. We already know how it ends. Victory. Yeah. It's guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed. And so the question is on a daily basis, mm-hmm. what happens when for a moment we're deceived? Or what happens when, for a moment, we're losing that battle? What do we do? We turn to God. Turn to God. It's easy. And put him at the center. Yep. Right? And the more we look for him, the easier it gets to turn to him. Yeah. You know? Also, uh, I I imagine, uh, like, for those who, who watch sports, who watch football, you know? When you, when you play the sport, when you play football, you know, before every game, they, they have to sit down and study. Mm-hmm. They they watch clips. They watch films. They watch other other teams play. 
And why do they do that? They're trying to form a strategy. They form want another opponent. They want to understand. Yes, they want to see their weakness. They want to exploit their weakness. Ah, yeah. their defense. Their defense isn't so good here. Mm -hmm. This pocket, we, we know here exactly. Yeah. And yeah. we have to understand that the enemy does that with us mm -hmm. on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. He studies us. He exploits our weaknesses. He knows what causes us to be angry. Yeah. He knows what causes us to be sad. He knows exactly what strings to pull and to maneuver us like puppets mm -hmm. because we're not aware of what's going on. Yeah. And guess what? He'll set a trap knowing that you're going to fall for that trap because yeah. you've fallen for that trap every single time because of our lack of awareness. That, and to note and go back to, think about this, humanity has been the same for years. So the strategy that worked back then will work now it still does because we're human yeah because we're flesh yeah because we keep falling onto the same things mm -hmm. but how you said we need to understand right the tactics right. and we need to know that hey we need to put god at the center of yeah. this and that's important yes that's, sir that's very important and the the, the deception don't get me wrong it is a strong tactic mm -hmm. and he uses it because it works yes you see we need to fight that deception back with truth yes you see the enemy tried to to tempt jesus mm -hmm. when he walked in the desert yeah and how did god respond to that with the word with the word yeah so what does that tell us what do we need to do we need to grab our bible and read the word we need to read the word of truth which is god's word mm -hmm. that's how we fight the enemy's tactics yeah that's we fight against it i i love something i love that because well whatever we fill ourselves with mm -hmm. that's that's what we're gonna fight <laughs> with right so if you're filling yourself with the word of god that's what's in you yeah so when those deceptions come then you could declare things yeah from the truth but you're being filled with that yeah and i love that i i love that's it all starts with that it yes. starts with knowing what the bible says it starts with knowing the truth and standing on those truths and standing on those promises that's powerful i mean i love that i've fallen so many times to the same things and after after the fact i'm thinking how foolish am i I fell for the same thing again, the same thing I tripped over last week, the same thing I tripped over two weeks ago. How do I not see it? Mm. It's because I allow my emotions to take control of me and get the best of me. I wasn't putting on the armor of God. Yeah. Yeah. But we have that at our disposal. Mm. We have God at our disposal. I love that. I want to add something to that because the armor of God is the belt of truth, uh -huh. the breastplate of righteousness, the shoes of peace, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the spirit. Let I, I was I was looking into this and the breastplate of righteousness. Uh -huh. The righteousness comes from Jesus. Jesus has the righteousness. He paid the price. We're saved by mercy. That's what that means. Yeah. But there's two parts to that. 
there's also righteous living that God calls us to sanctification. And that's on our behalf. We can't expect God to, like I said, whatever you fill yourself with, right? We talked about this the other day. Let's say, you know, and this isn't legalism. This is just like we have to think what we're filling ourselves with. If it's horror movies, if it's different type of music, that's what you're filling yourself with. You're not you're not living righteously and you're leaving an open door for the enemy to attack you in those ways. You're leaving that door cracked you're, slightly open yeah. enough for that foot to stop that door to swing yeah. it right open. Right. Now I have access. I yeah. have access to you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's important. That's you know obviously we can't do anything mm-hmm. to earn salvation. No. Jesus paid that price. Right. But on our behalf is that righteous living. And how are we doing it? And we need to take inventory. You know, I was thinking the other day, imagine that you own the store, right? Yeah. Imagine, I don't know, you sold sports equipment. You don't you don't think it would be smart to have a list of inventory of all the things that you're selling? Because then you would know, hey, I need to order more basketballs or right. I'm short on baseballs or, yep. or this is my inventory. You know what's coming in, you know what's coming out. You That would be really smart, right? Right. And what if you weren't conducting business in that way? Wouldn't you say it was foolish to not have inventory? That would be foolish. Okay, so why don't we do that with our life? Why don't we take inventory of the things we're putting into our life? Mm. We need to do the same thing. That's wise. What's coming in. That's, that's wisdom. wisdom yeah. Right? And... I love that. That's, you know, it's important to take inventory because like I said, whatever you fill yourself with is what's going to come out or is what's going to be at the disposal when you're being deceived or when you're, you know, being attacked. Yeah. And you know, I would even say it as what are you contaminating yourself with? Because Mm -hmm. it's not holy. It's not something good that you're giving yourself. It's not something that's coming from God. Mm -hmm. You're feeding yourself. You're contaminating yourself with too much of what's out there. Yeah. And that can that can be easily used to manipulate us and cause us in consequence to be uh be puppets to something that doesn't belong to God. Doing things that we shouldn't be doing. And what's happening is that from those decisions, we're getting further and further and further away from God and what God calls us for. And we're moving away from our purpose, away from that joy, away from that happiness, away from that peace that comes from God. Yeah. I love that. And that's, I don't know, it's just important to to take inventory. Yeah. You know? And like you said, it, uh, once we take that inventory, we should know where we stand. Yeah. With God. At that precise moment. Right. We should know, have we been connecting? Have we not? I, w- I was telling you, as simple as this, uh, over the weekend, I kind of had an outburst of anger. Yeah. And I'm like, where is this coming from? It's obviously inside of me, and God is refining me. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's, that's always, we're always, sometimes we're not even aware of what's inside of us. <laughs> but God is showing me, like, hey, there's an area that, you still need to surrender. I'm yeah. refining. But besides that, the point is this, of what I was talking about with, with with righteous living. I started my day that day looking at social media. I just started scrolling. 
just pointless things that I was just looking at. I filled myself with that. Whether you like that or not, it's going to have an effect yeah. on the way I act, on the things I say. Because I filled myself, I chose to fill myself yeah. with that. And it just makes me think when the opposite is true, when I start my day filling myself with the word, when I focus on God, when I put God at the center, what flows out of me is different things. Yeah. It's spirit led. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, because what you're consuming is what's going to position you to think a certain way, in mm -hmm. which way you're going to direct your, your sight, yeah. which way you're going to direct your vision, which way you're going to direct your heart, and yeah. how you're going to act towards it. Yeah. So if you're consuming a lot of nonsense, you're more uh, susceptible. <laughs> yes. Yeah. To nonsense. Yeah. Or what's going to come out of you is yeah. going to be stuff that's not good. Yeah. Yeah. But if you position yourself with God, if you're feeding yourself godly things, if you're feeding yourself with the word, you're at a good posture. You're at a good position to where your actions, your thoughts are going to be positioned with God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 100%. 100%.